Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Brad Montague. Hi, Brad. How are you? It's you. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. How are you? You know, all things considered, I'm I'm doing well. Good. That's good to hear. I think your book is very timely, by the way. I'm honored you'd say that. Thank you. I was checking out your book, and I think it's super cool and also very timely. And I just want to share with you that I'm always saying to people, you know, as we get older, we lose our sense of wonder and creativity, and life gets so serious. And we need that sense of childlike wonder, and we need those creative outlets, especially right now. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and I I think that there's a lot of reasons we lose those pieces of us. And some of them are survival, because we go through heavy things, and we walk through challenges. And so we kind of stop playing. We we start taking things very serious. Yeah. And there's great value in realizing that maybe you might have grown out of some things that you shouldn't have. And yes. maybe you haven't grown up in some ways you should have, too. I like that. Very insightful. How did you come up with this whole insight, this whole idea for the book? It really it didn't start as a book. It started more as a uh, life project. I wanted to, to figure out how I could be a good grown-up uh, because I had just become a dad. Mm-hmm. I was on the other side of having a viral success with, with um, this project I started called Kid President. Yeah, I saw that. And that was really a really fun project. It was a blast. It didn't start out. It started out as just a family thing, and then millions of people saw it. A lot of things Amazing. I wanted to happen had happened. Like, I, I had met the president and, and had met Beyonce, worked with Steve Martin, and Amazing. done some things that I never dreamed were possible. And then I found myself laying on the floor of my, my office going, I don't know what to do next. Whoa. And I, I'm panicking. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, and at that same time, I was still being invited to speak to classrooms and, and come and visit, you know, elementary schools. And they were showing me these cool things they were doing, you know, inspired by the videos I'd made. Mm-hmm. And it hit me that this was so life-giving. It was so yeah. life-giving to just show up and, and hear from kids. And it brought me back to what was important and all this stuff that Love the it. simplest things that are also the easiest to forget. Yes. And as, as I spent time with the kids, I started just throwing in a few questions here and there, like, how can I be a better grown-up? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a good grown-up? And the more they answered, the more it changed me, and the more I felt I, absolute, I have a responsibility to share this with people. I love it. So what kind of things did they say? Well, you know, they start off saying things about their favorite Pokemon characters. And, <laughs> and like they, they talk about sharks, you know, things that are off topic. Yes. But it's almost like just a way to test you. Like if you're going to say, you know what, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, once, once we through all of that, mm-hmm. then they really start opening up and they would tell me about great adults in their lives. They would tell me about, you know, Things, games they played with their family. They would tell me about people that, that they um, respected and loved. They would also tell me about disappointments, you know, people that didn't show up mm-hmm. they would. And, 
sure. these kind of hurtful things. So you start realizing that they are already having an image of what it means to grow up. And yes. a lot of it's not good. And they're little mirrors. They're little echoes. Sure they are. already deciding, I don't want to be hurt when I grow up. You know, I don't right. want to be that guy. And it started to paint a picture for me of how they saw us. And I started to think, okay, well, how do I want grown-ups to be seen? How could we paint a picture that they would want to march towards? Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe that's our responsibility always. And maybe that's the task of every generation is to be the kind of grown-up that it's worth growing, in, growing up to be. Sure. And, and hoping that they become better than us. You know what's so interesting is that, you know, they people don't realize that kids are a reflection. They they see everything that we do as adults, and especially the people who are not present and they're on their phones. They're constantly, quote unquote, busy, and they're not. The kids see that. Yes, yes. I, I think the moment I realized that I needed to make this a book and not just a thing I hid in my laptop was when I started to uncover that over and over kids, the thing they wanted from us wasn't spectacular gifts, mm -hmm. trips. It was time. Yeah. It was our presence. It sure. was just over and over they were saying, be present, be present. Just show up. We just need grown-ups who will show up. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be great at it. Just, just I need to be able to count on you. Yeah. And then I even started finding research that proved that, that that's actually what aids in development. That's what helps us grow. And I thought, wow, for any parent, any teacher, any neighbor, any person who's around anybody younger than them, if they could just know you don't have to be remarkable, you already are. That sure. just your presence over time changes everything. Yeah. And you just... As you, you know, as I'm getting from you, like, you don't have to be perfect at what you do. Just engage with your with your kid and be present and make time, make that quality time. Absolutely. You know, I, I had wanted to do big things, and I still do, you know. Like, mm -hmm. I'd love to build my own theme park or all this massive stuff, <laughs> you know, these big dreams. And, and yet, at the end of it all, I think the biggest thing I will ever do in my life is tie my daughter's shoe every day. Yeah. <laughs> That's sure. the most important thing. And it won't make the front page of the paper. It won't, <laughs> you know, it won't be the thing that people talk about on social media, but it's the thing that makes the world go round. Yeah. And in this moment for all of us, as challenging as it is, we are seeing behind the curtain a little bit and seeing here's what actually makes the world go round. And it's these, these quiet, moments. small things that matter so much to all of us that, that really holds humanity together. Yeah. Those are the essential things. It's so true because, you know, we're all inside our homes. We can't be as busy as we once were. And it's a time to really connect with your family, um, you know, and, be a good parent, you know, be there for them. I, I had a question, though. How did you decide to start Kid President? Where did that come from? <laughs> well, uh, we have a sign in our um, little workshop. My wife and I have a creative space. Uh, we, we, she had done photography for years. I had been doing some illustration. and There, there was a sign we, we put up. We weren't sure exactly the specifics of what we 
wanted to do, but we knew we wanted to try to be who we needed when we were younger. Okay. And I found when I asked people or challenged that, that people would share with me somebody they had or somebody they didn't have. And that usually the job they were doing was informed somehow by somebody in their life. Uh, for, for me, it was, um, you know, camp was a big deal for me. So we had started a summer camp oh, I love it. for kids who wanted to do good in the world. And it was junior high and high school students. I was spending time with these incredible kids. Um, they were wildly compassionate, incredibly creative, and it blew me away. Like mm-hmm. there were two girls from Alabama that started a soup kitchen. They were, oh, they were, wow. They were in high school. Amazing. <laughs> this is, you know, another kid who had uh, started a beauty pageant for men and women with special needs. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing that, and I'm seeing this beautiful stuff, this you know, there's all this noise in the world, but here they were creating beautiful music. And I thought, well, what if people could just listen to kids more? If I could bridge that divide between grown-up cynicism and childlike openness and creativity, it, it could be something special. I didn't know what it would look like, but yeah. my little brother lived across the street. I put him in his Easter suit and put him <laughs> behind an old record player and a cardboard background got a tin can with some string and Cute. every week I would write a message and share it with people of, uh, here's an invitation. Listen to kids. Love it. And, uh, it worked. You know, what's interesting too. I'm listening to you talk about these kids and what they're coming up with. Kids create stuff, not thinking about, I would imagine most of them don't think about this, the value of the dollar, how much money I'm going to make. They're doing it to make a difference. To, to make change, to do something meaningful, whereas adults, our priorities shift, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's fair to say that, that, you know, it makes sense. I see why we would go that route because right. it's survival. It's yeah. thing we, we have responsibilities. Uh, but what a gift it is when somebody does something from love, not for love. Yes. Like what a gift when somebody just does something out of the joy of doing it. Um, when you receive art that way, you can tell when somebody just made this piece of music because it was inside them and they were so full of love they had to share it. When we do things for love, you will never receive enough love to mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm good. When yes. you do things for applause, there's no amount of applause, no amount of awards that will ever be enough. Um, I think when we operate from a place of deep joy and, and care and uh, that, that leads to our best work. Definitely. Um, and, and it takes a, a team of, of people around you and community for all of us to be able to support each other in doing that. Um, I want my neighbors to be able to do the things from love, not out of fear. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's a job of all of us to grow and help each other grow, create and help each other create. Sure. And we're seeing that we're, we're all connected in that, in that way. It, it, it takes uh, us all working together to be able to, to achieve that. Now, considering what's going on right now with, you know, quarantine and coronavirus, I'm seeing a lot of people being very playful in the face of adversity. What, do you, what is your take on that? Yes. The, the, this is a heavy time. We are thinking about mortality. We're thinking about, you know, um, people that we love that are hurting. There's a lot of fear and it's, it's, um, you know, understandable. And yet we're also seeing 
human creativity and and this uh, so many ways that we're find we're finding playful ways to let each other know that we see each other and I can't hug you mm-hmm. but I can do this for you in your yard yes. uh, I'm going to put this in my window or I'm going to write this online I, 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 I'm encouraged by that but I'm, I'm also you know there's also uh, like we set up a toll free number that where people could call oh really healthcare workers okay yeah so it's the health hero hotline health and hero hotline the idea okay. Yes. People can go to healthherohotline.com. You can hear some of the thousands of calls that have come in already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number is 877-226-4376. And people can call and just leave a message of gratitude, hope, love, support, any, anything you want. I love somebody it. Who's a, yeah. It's people on the front lines. And what we're finding is that hospital networks um, are creating ways for their healthcare workers to hear this in the morning before they come to the hospital or during their break. It's like just gusts of encouragement. Uh, absolutely. What I love is that when people are calling the number, a lot of them are going, I didn't know if this was real or not. And they just hang up. Oh, really? It's oh. <laughs> the way of playing around. But then there's also people that sung songs. And there's oh. been kids who call in and say, I want to be you when I grow up. Just oh, my gosh. I you to know that. And, I'd be crying. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And and I think that, that what we're seeing is that these things can coexist, joy and sadness and, and heavy and light. Um, the, the key is that we have to decide we're going to march through this together. We're going to dance through this together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's heavy, but we're, we're going to do this. You're, you're my shipmate in this. You bet. And, and I'm with you. So we're just about out of time. I just want to mention, uh, I've been chatting with Brad Montague. He's the creator of the web series Kid President and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Kid President's Guide to Being Awesome. Uh, you're also an illustrator, and you've had your work spread across the Internet daily, and you can be regularly seen on Joanna Gaines' The Magnolia Journal. And your latest book, which I love, Becoming Better Grownups, uh, just came out, right? Yeah, it just came out. Congrats. And here it is. Amazing. Where can people find out more about you? So they can go to beabettergrownup.com and find out more about the book. I'd really love right now in this moment for people to, if you've ever supported your local bookseller or never supported them, give them a call. Let them know. If you're going to get the book, get it from somebody in your community Mm -hmm. and take care of the kids around you. Um, I'm sharing stories and little joy experiments on Instagram all the time. It's at Brad Montague. I love it. Brad, thank you so much for calling into the show. This has been great. And congratulations on your book. Oh, great to talk with you. You're pretty good growing up. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm trying. (laughs) Me too. Me too. It's a work in progress. Always. Always.